Do you want a real conversation about relationships, lifestyle, and movies? Well then, you are in the right place, and this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Love and Popcorn Podcast, and thank you for joining us today. This podcast is designed to improve your relationship, help you understand the diversity of life, and introduce you to great movies. Your host is Bebelicious, and now, let's begin. Hey, Valentine is coming, Valentine is coming, Valentine has finally come and gone. But really, a lot of people try this season. I mean, I saw a lot of gifts flying left, right and center on social media and it was a good thing to behold. Well, congratulations to all those who got surprises and to all those who couldn't get one and even got breakfast instead. <laughs> Don't worry, you will be fine. I just need to let you know that it is not the end of the world and better days are definitely coming. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of Love and Popcorn Podcast. I am Bibilicious and I am so glad to know that you are there listening to the sound of my voice. If you are joining me for the very first time, welcome on board. This is that podcast where we get to talk about matters of the heart, lifestyle, wellness and movies. And in most cases, I bear my mind on all of these subject matters just the way I see them. You're listening to Love and Popcorn Podcast. Hmm, let me ask you this question. Have you at any point in your life been ghosted on? I mean, if you have, how did you get on top of the situation or how exactly did you handle it? Were you hot? Were you paranoid? Were you angry? Or you just simply moved on and told yourself nobody dies? I, for one, if I'll be truthful, I heard the word ghosting for the very first time in 2019. Apparently, I know what it means, but I never knew it has a name at that time. So for the benefit of those who might have heard the word but do not know the meaning, and for those who probably know the meaning but do not know that there is a word to describe it, I would like to say that ghosting is simply a slang which has been adopted over time to describe a method of ending a personal relationship by stopping any contact with the other party without providing any explanation. Do I see it? Ghosting is more like the silent treatment we give to people and it is similar to emotional abuse or torture as the case may be. You know, many a times I hear a lot of people use the word ghosting when they are referring to people in a relationship. But the truth is, anyone can actually ghost on anyone, regardless of the age, the gender, the relationship and what have you. I mean, friends can ghost on friends, colleagues can ghost on colleagues, family members even ghost on each other at times. Do you even know that it is also possible for an employee to ghost on an employer? Some people would interview for a job and upon getting the job, they just disappear into the thin air without any explanation. Some people would even leave their jobs without prior notice, leaving their employers stranded. So many years ago, I got a job at a pharmaceutical company. I did not really apply for the job. I just saw people walking towards a particular building because they wanted to write the exams after they have been invited for the exams. I walked into the building and then I told them I didn't apply for the job, but I would like to take the test because I wanted to know if I was employable. So I did a test, I passed and I was interviewed immediately. A few days later, 
I got the job and the payment was kind of huge at that time. But I choose not to go because I told myself at that time that earning 70,000 euros as an end order would prevent me from going back to school. And if I choose to, I would have to run a part-time. And I don't want to do that because I wanted to go to school do my full time so that I will be able to serve my fatherland. <laughs> so instead of giving them my reasons, I simply ghosted on them, even after assuring them that I was going to take the job. So you see, ghosting could come from anywhere. And yes, I would like to say that ghosting is a very disrespectful behavior. Instead of ghosting on people, learn how to tell them exactly how you feel about them and of course the situation. You know, there was this time I sat down and I thought about some of the people that were once a part of my life and for no reason we just stopped talking. <laughs> of all those people that ghosted on me, I think that of a friend from my secondary school days was the most painful. You know, for a very long time, I kept asking myself, how did we move from being close friends to strangers? So it happened that I gained admission into the same school she was at that time and we became roommates. <laughs> This strengthened our relationship, but then she went for our industrial attachments and the story changed. She suddenly stopped speaking with me. I texted and called over and over just to know what I did wrong, but she never said anything. I tried my very best to get through to her because I was already overthinking the situation. But the more I tried, the more she got agitated. So I stopped trying and I moved on. It's been like 10 or 11 years now. And I still don't know why she decided to ghost on me. There was this other time one of my exes ghosted on me for a long time. I mean, he did not literally tell me it was over. He just stopped taking my calls and, you know, replying my texts. That went on for like eight months or a year or thereabout. After pestering him for like forever, he finally opened up to tell me why he decided to do that. You know, we had the conversation and then we parted ways amicably thereafter. During those times, for someone like me who wears her emotions up her sleeve, I was super worried and unhappy. And the only thing that mattered to me then was getting the answers to my questions. And when I eventually did, it helped me heal faster and I was able to move on. I am of the opinion that ghosting can be very frustrating because there are no specifics. I mean, the person on the receiving end is left with several unanswered questions. And it can also turn you into someone who is confused and paranoid. But one thing I would like to say to you is, when people ghost on you, it is really not about you. Sometimes it is about them. Most people who decide to run off without specific reasons aren't comfortable expressing their emotions. So they just choose to run off instead of letting you know what they really feel and how they really feel about you. Anyways, just in case you have been ghosted on and you have been wondering why, don't worry, I will help you make sense out of it on today's episode of Love and Popcorn Podcast. As I will be sharing with you, common reasons for ghosting and what you need to do if you have been ghosted on before now. This is Love and Popcorn Podcast. One of the major reasons people choose to ghost instead of communicating is they probably heard something about you. But because they do not have the courage to confront you about how they really feel, and sometimes because they think they can preempt your reactions, they naturally prefer to withdraw into their shells instead of going back and forth with you. Honestly, I find that very appalling. I mean, how can you base your judgment on what someone told you about your friend or your partner? 
for all I care, the person might have said that because he or she wanted to destroy your relationship. So it is important for you to man up and confront your friends when the need arises without necessarily assuming how they would react to such confrontations. You know, earlier I mentioned how one of my exes ghosted on me for almost a year. Apparently, someone told him I was cheating on him, but instead of him asking me about it and trusting me enough to know I wouldn't do that to him, he chose to ghost on me and everything became pepe scatter scatter and that was the end of the relationship. Number two is, someone can ghost on you because they are not that into you or because whatever you share is probably one-sided. One thing I know is, when someone is not invested in a relationship, they naturally feel like they owe you nothing because they don't really care. So I believe that if your friend likes you as much as you like him or her, he or she would not ghost on you. If your partner loves you as much as you love them, they won't ghost on you and instead of running away, they will rather tell you how they feel because they don't intend to lose you. If someone ghosts on you because they are not that into you and they are scared of commitment, it is absolutely not your fault. So I will say, take it in good faith and move on because the next best person is just around the corner. Someone can also choose to ghost on you because of what you did. You know, there are times that we consciously and unconsciously wrong people and they just choose to leave because they feel betrayed and they just find it really hard to get over what we have done. Imagine you revealing your friend's secrets and then she got to hear from someone else. How do you expect that person to keep being friends with you? Imagine your friend needed your help because it is actually within your means but you decided not to help. My question is, how do you expect such person to keep being friends with you? Imagine you are in a relationship with someone, but you don't even add value to them. All you do is be the leech in a relationship. How do you expect them to stay? I read a story online like two days ago. So this lady came online, posted about how her friend confided in her that she was pregnant with another man's child but told her partner that the child belonged to him. This friend decided to boss her friend's partner to reveal the secret and the DNA even confirmed that the child belongs to the other man. After that single act of ours, her friend never spoke to her again till date. What baffles me about her post was how she made it look like she did the right thing and she wasn't even remorseful about her actions. First off, it wasn't us to tell. I mean, for all I care, she could have convinced her friend to say the truth and not ambush her like that. You know, there are times that you're really angry with someone, but instead of reacting, you just let the person go. So let me say, if someone chooses to ghost on you, before you start hating them, search through your heart and be sure you did not do anything that made them feel betrayed. If what you have done is the reason they chose to ghost on you, instead of justifying your actions, try as much as possible to apologize as much as you can and hope that someday, somehow, they will find a place in their hearts to forgive you. Number four on my list is someone can choose to ghost on you because of life challenges. Do you know that there are times that you feel like there is a need for you to shut yourself out from everyone? And you just want to be alone because of whatever you're going through at that time. It could actually be the same for the other person. This is not me justifying the acts, but I'm only saying for an ambivert like me, there are lots of times that I just naturally shut down and ignore everyone like they don't even exist in my life. 
So yeah, it is very possible for someone to ghost on you, not because you offended them, not because they hate you, but because they are busy or they are going through life struggles. A friend of mine ghosted on me recently. She was just doing anyhow. She was doing bonku bonku. I was angry with her at some point, but I never stopped reaching out. So after much persistency, I got to know her mom was not feeling too well and that practically messed her up. Plus, she's got a bad phone. If I will be truthful right now, there was a time I got so tired, I just decided to, you know, let her be. Then one day, she called on my radio show and I was shocked because she's based in Abeokuta, so I decided to call her the next day and then she opened up on her struggles. I kind of felt bad, but at the same time, I am super grateful I didn't shut her out completely. Now, have you ever wondered why some people are suicidal and if care is not taken, they end up committing suicide? It would actually start with them withdrawing into their shells, ghosting on people who would have been able to hear them. And the truth is, after a while, they tend to give up on life. So when people ghost on you, don't just say it's their loss like of here. Try to reach out to them to get them to talk, especially if you're damn sure you did no wrong. Because the truth is they are probably going through stuff they don't have the courage to share. From what I know, your persistence would give them a reason to trust you enough to share their struggles with you. And you never can tell, you might just be the reason someone is not giving up on life. You're listening to Love and Popcorn Podcast. Let me also add that someone may choose to ghost on you because they are afraid of rejection. You know, there is every possibility that they are afraid of how you will treat them if you get to know about what they are embarrassed about. It is very possible for someone to ghost on you because of an illness, because they lost their job, or even because of a lie they told you. You know, people like that will just tell themselves that you won't want to have anything to do with them the moment you get to know the truth about them. All in all, I had to share my thoughts with you so that you don't blame yourself every time someone goes on you. Because the truth is, in most cases, it is really not your fault. So when someone disappears from your life, instead of beating yourself up, try to reach out to that person to know why. Because rejection without closure can even worsen the situation. I've been there, so I know. But if they come up with the phrase, it's not you, it's me, <laughs> let them go sharp pally, like sharp sharp. Don't even sleep on it at all. I would also like to say that no matter how much you look at it, ghosting on people is rude, childish and selfish. The truth is, everyone has been tempted at some point to just, you know, disappear without an explanation. But a healthy relationship consists of two emotionally mature people who share a vision and want what's best for each other. And I would like you to always remember that being an adult in a relationship means that you're definitely ready to show mutual respect and take responsibility for your feelings and actions <laughs> having said that this is where i get to wrap up on today's episode of love and popcorn podcast deep down i really do hope you find this episode helpful and thoughtful till i come here again i am the delicious and i love you 
for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode of Love and Popcorn Podcast. I hope you're living with some great things that can help in your day-to-day living. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted. Rate and review this podcast. Leave a comment and share it with your friends. If you have any question, feel free to reach out to us at loveandpopcorn21 at gmail.com. Bye for now. And be delicious. We'll talk to you again next week.